0: Welcome to Writer on the Road, the creative podcast that helps you get those pesky voices out of your head and onto the page. And remember, it's the journey that matters. And welcome to another episode of Writer on the Road. Uh, This week, I have back a long-term guest who I continue to invite back because she just becomes more and more successful every time I speak to her. Uh, Good afternoon, Joanne Dannon.
1: Hi, Mel. I'm actually blushing now after that introduction, but thank you very much. I'm just very happy to be chatting with you. I love chatting with you. Thank you. And thank you again for having me on board. I think I think this is my fifth time on, so thank you very much.
0: Yeah, and I think one time we even had about four of you on when we did our box oh, yes. panel, and that was hilarious <laughs> as well. That was hilarious. Yeah, just a little background, everybody. Uh, I first met Joanne when she has was just starting out as a professional independent author, and And with your background as a corporate business person, Jane, you took everything very seriously on the business side of things and that's really paid off for you, hasn't it?
1: I think so. Um, Actually, I was talking to a friend today and I was saying that how well that my Bachelor of Business, my work as a business analyst and as a project manager have actually helped me as an author, surprisingly, and we're going through all of that because really nowadays there's more to just writing a book. I mean, you have to write a good book to do well. But there's just so much more and that covers for all authors, whether they're with a publisher or whether they're doing it on their own. There's so much more to the business side than, in my opinion, than there really ever has been. And it's something that authors really need to get their head around and not just pay someone else to do it, but really understand it themselves.
0: Yeah. And we're going to unpack this today, everybody, because um, Joanne is my independent author celebrity and I said <laughs> I'm going to hang off your coattails. I've told everybody that as she gets more famous we're all going to get more famous with her now Joanne I had a look at your newly designed website this morning and it's very impressive
1: Thank you. It was funny because if you'd been going backwards and forwards, you would have seen all my updates as they went through. I spent quite a few hours doing the updates today as we were chatting um, previously. Should we go into that? I was yeah. going to say um, I made a big decision over the weekend. Um, I have been with Kindle Unlimited, uh, with Amazon, and I love it both as a reader and as an author. But I did have some of my readers contacting me saying that they wanted to be able to read my books wide, which is, you know, through Barnes & Noble or iTunes, um, through some of the other retailers besides Amazon. And so I made the decision that I'm going to go part wide. So what I'm doing is I'm taking quite a lot of my books out of uh, Kindle Unlimited and I'm putting them available in other retailers, but some of them will still stay with um, the Kindle Unlimited with the KU program. Yeah, now you heard it here first, everybody. (coughs) I haven't had an
0: exclusive in such (laughs) a long time. Joanne Danner is going part-wide. And that is something that's really, really exciting. Again, everyone, we were talking about uh, the wonderful people over at draft to digital
1: Yes, they were fantastic. Actually, they were there at the New Zealand Conference at Romance Writers of New Zealand. Oh, I've just had a mind blank of the guy that was there, very very helpful. Um, having worked with Draft to Digital, I highly recommend them. I found them to be fantastic. I think their customer service is excellent. Their website is so easy to use. Their reporting is easy to understand. Like everything about them is really good. So, in, I know that nowadays you can do some of your books directly through some of the other retailers I've just decided to go straight through draft to digital because they're just so easy to use and it's just all in one spot plain simple you know we don't have time to be sitting around fluffing around There's just you know we're, we're really busy so if there's one thing less that I don't have to worry about that's why I'm using them I think they're fantastic
0: Yeah. Now, my friend uh, Kevin Tumlinson is the marketing manager at Draft2Digital, everyone, and he's been on the podcast several times as well. Very generous man uh, with his knowledge. I've just uploaded my little mini-series onto Draft2Digital on a pre-order. And how it works, everyone, is you can put all your books up for free order except on Amazon. You have to have your manuscript completed and uploaded and then it goes to Amazon as well. That's something new and I think they're doing print now as well and we know they've got their order. So it's really turning into a one-stop shop and I know they're um, releasing more things as we talk all along, Joanne. So it's Mm. probably probably a pretty good decision at this stage, isn't it?
1: Yes, and it's not just the main retailers. There are a lot of other retailers that I'm not aware of overseas that they have agreements with and they can upload your books through them. And I just think that they are so good to work with. I, I Personally, I highly recommend them. I think they're fantastic. Yes,
0: yeah, so we're going to have a little groupie session. We've forgotten all about Joanne now, everyone, and we've moved on to draft to digital yes. uh, But, no, bringing the conversation back to where we want to start, uh, Joanne, we want to celebrate uh, Diverse
1: Heroines and your Kiss Me box set that is... Oh currently out at the moment. Oh, what can I say? We all like a little bit of diversity in our romance. So I'll just take a a step back. I think it was about a year ago, there was this photo circulating madly around Facebook of this really cute Korean guy who was a bodyguard and had been snapped and just gone viral. And we were all laughing about it in a very positive way about how cute he was. And then we said, we really should, should have some more romances with some of these hotties in it. Anyway, it sort of went, from there and next minute I'm sort of running a box set with um, a whole lot of other awesome authors and we've all got our heroes are Asian here sorry all the sorry i just take a step back all the uh, heroes are Asian all handsome Asian men so and it's great because like my book's set in Hong Kong the other books are set ones in America one's set in Australia so it's like really diverse but they're all sweet contemporary romances so it's just aimed at anyone who likes romance romance. I think they'll really enjoy the set. It's only available for a short time and then we each get our own books and then we can re-release them under our own names rather than in the set.
0: Yeah, now we're going to talk to Joanna middle, in a little minute about uh, box sets because Joanna is the box set guru of, of our romance writing world. Um, but just before we move on, I've got another lady coming onto the podcast as well, Jackie Underdown, and she writes about diverse heroines. Uh, mm. So it's very timely and I want to get some other diversity into our, our podcast hour so you will hear a little bit mm. more about different... Um, different kinds of heroines and heroes over the next little while because that's something that interests me as well. Now your heroine is a belly dancing and a black belt karate Jewish woman and your heroine is a traditional lawyer. How did that come about? I don't know how I came about
1: it. (laughs) Um, I think things just come through to me. So when I was um, in Hong Kong a few years ago with my husband, um, I just saw some things. I noted them down. I thought, you know, I'd really like to stick this in a book. So I sort of just filed it away. Then I met someone who was a belly dancer. Then I met someone who was a karate black belt. And these women were amazing. And I don't know, I just kind of put them all together and created these uh, characters I also focus a lot on my I think I've spoken about this on GMC goal motivation conflict what keeps the hero and heroine together what keeps them apart so if you can find things that really are diverse and keep them separate and so the reader goes there is no way that you are going to get these two together I mean that's the whole purpose of romance it's the journey how are these two people going to change each other so they can have a happy ever after so I spend you know at least two to three weeks sometimes just working on my hero and heroine on on this GMC how to really focus on the reader going no way are you going to get these two together I just can't believe you're going to do it and then I'll just stay up all night to see how I do do it so (laughs) that's what I work really hard on in my books
0: yeah now I've written down everybody GMC it'll be in our show notes. And show notes, goal, motivation, and conflict. Uh, you're a little bit known for your, your support of indie authors. And I noticed as I was fossicking around there this morning, uh, tips for aspiring authors, right? Ever since I've known you, you've been very generous with your advice and sharing and helping others in the indie community. That seems to be a bit of a thing with indies, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, I think the the best way to learn is to ask someone and if you're getting help from someone, well, then you should also help someone else along the way, if that makes sense. Um, I think that it's there's no guide to say how to be an indie author. You, you're just picking up bits and pieces along the way and the amount that I've learned from other authors helping me out has been amazing. Um, and just going to romance um, writers of New Zealand with their recent conference, we were lucky with their guest speakers were phenomenal and shared their experience, shared their knowledge in such a generous way. So they had Bella Andre who was the superstar there and seriously what she spoke about and how generous she was in in helping us was fantastic. Like I just learned so much from her and I'm happy to share that knowledge because it's not a competition. The thing is, what we're really lucky with romance readers is that they love to read, and they read a lot. So once they get through all of my books, and at the moment I've got fourteen, they're going to get through all of my books within you know a few weeks. Well, they need someone else's books to read. So you know, it's it's not a competition with romance writers. Um, there's enough readers for all of us.
0: Yeah. Now, first of all, how cool is that everyone? 14 books. And I knew you right back from book number one. And it was um, (laughs) something about
1: Mr. Wrong. It It was (laughs) was falling for Mr. Wrong. I love that book. I still love it. Yeah.
0: Now on your new website, and this is something everyone that, and I think it's one of the key advantages of being an indie author is you've been fiddling around a little bit with some rebranding because back in the early days, you didn't place enough emphasis on it. You said,
1: Well, that's it. So I'm quite open about how I talk about all the mistakes that I made. So I think I spent, okay, I've been doing this now for three years. And I think I spent the first year and a half backpedaling, like just fixing up things because I had no idea what I was doing. I think there's a lot more information out there. And whenever anyone says to me, they want to do this themselves, I tell them to learn how to do it. It's not just writing a good book. You need to understand all the intricacies of being an indie author. And it's not just learning how to upload onto Amazon or iTunes. That's just one part of it. But thinking about your brand, you know, how a reader is going to look at you and go, yep, I can see that that is a Joanne Denon book, for example. So all my covers were gorgeous, but they were all different. The fonts were different. The titles were in different places. You know, they were just all nice books. All the covers looked really good. So it took ages to rebrand all the books. It also took a lot of time. But also I think, you know, it looks fantastic now because now you can tell that all that all the books belong to me. The fonts are the same. My name is at the top in all the books. The title is below Uh, we generally used all the couples uh of, almost all the same, not all, but generally the coloring similar. You can tell that the books look like mine. So now when I have a new book, we follow the same guidelines. And I think it just makes more sense when you see all the books next to each other. That is a big job to do. And when I did that, I was doing 12 to 13 books rebranding would have been a lot easier if I'd started out, you know, with book number one or two. So anyone who's starting out, think about, you know, what type of author you are what your genre is, what your subgenre is. If you're a romance author, are you hot and steamy? Um, Are you sweet? Something in between, paranormal, historical? Work out what type of author you are and make sure that it's reflected in your covers and your branding. And um, I recommend you do that before you get to 13 books and have to go and backpedal and do it all over again.
0: Yeah, so much to unpack in that one, everyone. Now, just to clarify, uh, Joanne is a, a sparkling, sassy with sigh-worthy endings-type uh, endings author. So you're not yeah. going to get any of the deep and seamy, uh, steamy stuff um, like we perhaps get out of Amy Andrews, which um, makes me blush every time, but I still keep <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, her stuff's very good. Yeah, nice and steamy, her books.
0: Yeah. And, and look, Amy's been on the podcast, everyone. I forgot to mention um, when Joanne was talking, we've got... Um, Oh, gosh. Who was the woman you spoke to in New Zealand? Who was your...? Bella Andre. Bella. Yeah, Bella Andre has been on my podcast. Um, she was my inspiration to quitting work and getting back to work for about the sixth time. Uh, she's been, I noticed Sarah Williams, um, had promoted an interview with her recently mm-hmm. over at um, yes. Creative Freedom. Uh, and your, she's on your podcast, uh, sorry, on your website as well, on your blog.
1: Yes, or no, I just had that I met her and I'm going to be posting either today or tomorrow some of her top tips that she shared with us. I'm going to do a second uh, posting that she shared with us authors because I think that they're really insightful and um, really welcoming for authors, whether they're advanced or even starting out.
0: Mm. And if you think Joanne is good on writing series, everybody, you wait till you get Mm. into the Sullivans uh, with the... (laughs) with her they just go on and on and on and you want to read every one of them and it's really really exciting uh I'm going to suggest that maybe and I'll get you to help me out here being an indie author you really want to think about these series that they don't go on and on and on that's that's a bad interpretation um you can tell I'm sick everybody I am so sorry but but having that whole community and having those the the series encompass I guess a whole town or a whole community
1: people really like that don't they definitely it's actually I'm just trying to see if I can grab my notes while I'm talking to you one of the things that she did focus on in her chat she was very um trying to think of the right word really pushing for us to focus on series as opposed to writing standalones Um, And then Nalini Singh who is amazing and um, she also did a fantastic presentation on series, which was incredible. She's also the queen of series and what she does is amazing. So both of them I think we can learn a lot. So they really did focus on that series aspect. Don't just write a standalone. Have your characters linked and just keep going because the the thing (coughs) is if they're standalones, it's still okay because you can pick up a book at book number three or book number five if they're a standalone. Um, you don't always have to start from number one. And Nalini worked really well on that, um, giving us some very good tips on it. Yeah, how do you spell that name? Nalini, N-A-L-I-N-I, singer, S-I-N-G-H. She's amazing. I think she's one of uh, New Zealand's best authors. She's very prolific. Yeah, she's and we've got... Like, fi- so yep, sorry. Um, sorry, but um, urban fantasy. I don't, I've don't. i only read a couple of her books because they're not really my preferred sub-genre, but I really like her. And she's amazing in person. She's very, very giving, really so down-to-earth and so nice. It's hard to imagine. She's got, like, billions of books out there.
0: Yeah, and everybody... Um Another author over there that I've had on the podcast and she writes in series as well, she wrote some Montana season series, was um, Leanne Morgan. Was
1: she at the conference? Yes, she was. And, again, super nice, very down to earth. I had an amazing time in New Zealand. And uh, what was nice is that because their conferences are a bit smaller than Australia, you get a chance to really speak to more people in Australia. It's, it's a bit over, I find it a bit overwhelming with the amount of people there. Whereas in New Zealand, you can talk to Leanne, you can talk to Nalini, um, also people like Tracy Alvarez, um, Kat O'Keefe, you know, heaps of people. You can just go and have a chat with them and meet your sort of favourite authors and talk to them. It's brilliant. And you get to go to New Zealand, which is really exciting. Yes, (laughs) that's also a bonus. That's a bonus. Yeah, my ultimate heroine
0: is Nora Roberts and I'm reading, I think it's the McCade Brothers series at the moment Um, and then there's the Chesapeake series and I've been reading um, Nora Roberts' For years and years, because um, she's she just writes beautifully, and she's very yes. modern and very snappy with hers. And I'll never get her on the podcast because I can't get past her publishers. <laughs> um. <laughs> But I'm been yeah. trying, everybody. If you know anyone who knows Nora Roberts, can you put your hand up for me because I'm going to I'll win it down I'll get it down eventually. Um, now we're talking about series and I had your website up there. I just want to run through this, everybody, because this is really important and it's something that um, with your rebranding of your website I noticed straight away. Uh, under books you've got Kissing Down Under Series, Contemporary Romances, Christmas Kiss Series, holiday down Down under series, holiday romances, box sets and books by uh, Joanne Dannon. So you've got it all listed out very easily for your reader to find.
1: Yes, actually the list at the end was something that Bella suggested to me that I have, Belandre suggested to me, that I have a list of all my books and how they work. So that's why, because it can be a bit overwhelming when you look at an author's website as they keep getting more and more books. Like, how does this work? Is this linked with this one? Where does this book come from? So I wrote out a whole list. That's what I was working on this morning. So, so readers wouldn't get a bit overwhelmed with all the books that I have and just moving forward. So a lot of the books that I started writing over the years and then each year I write a connecting book mainly with my holiday reads. So um, with the Christmas kiss, I started last year and then I just loved it so much. I thought, you know what, I want to start writing more of these books. So now every year I'm going to write another book connected to the first book. So that's sort of an ongoing series, but it's a Christmas ongoing series and it will take a while till it builds up because at the moment it's only on two books, but maybe next year if I have time, I might write two more books. We'll just see how I go. But, um, again, going back to series, it's really important. Um, keeping them as standalones but linked because readers like that and if you look at some of the prolific authors out there not just in romance they do this you know with these series where they're ongoing Um, you see the characters getting older Um, perhaps if they've got children you see the children getting older going through different issues Um, I know I find that fascinating I really enjoy books like that.
0: Yeah, I'm having a bit of a chuckle here as we talk, Joanne, because uh, as Joanne knows, I've just come off an interview with Sherilyn Kenyon and she's about to release book number 29 of her Dark Hunter series and that's just one of many series and she's got a spin-off series um, which is for young adult fantasy and it was Nick who I've forgotten the name of now after two hours. But to be able to have that volume of work and all her books, or sorry, a lot of her books are 400 pages plus. uh, Yes. And she's got another one coming out as we speak with the countdown on the clock. And it's bigger still. But what the publishers did, rather than make it overwhelming for the reader, is they widened the margins and made the writing a bit littler. So it's still the same size as her other books, but it's actually another whatever word count for it as well. Because I guess the publishers are, are aware that people don't want to get these big door stoppers um, mm. for people to read. But it's interesting how you pick up all the little tidbits and put it together, isn't it?
1: Yep. Exactly, and that and that's why these conferences are so good. When you're chit chatting, as nice as it is to socialise, I did do a lot of chatting with fellow authors to see what they were doing, asking for a bit of insights. You know, I don't kiss and tell; I don't tell any details, but it's just there for me. And then I can have a a bit of a reflection and think about, okay, what can I do? And that sort of made me make that decision as well um, to go part wide. In the in the past, I've always thought you can either be with Ku as in just with Amazon, or you're white, you can't. And then I thought, I've never thought about it. It can actually be both. So I don't know if anyone else is doing both because I'd love to chat with them. But anyway, that's the decision. So I've started working on it this uh, this week. So just doing the updates to my website. And then um, I format my own books. So I've got to reformat all the books. So there are, the links are different and make sure they're all correct. And that should be up and running in the next week or so
0: yeah and um you know when you get up to you know a dozen and more books everybody you have these kinds of problems uh i had to have those kinds of problems uh it's interesting joanna penn talks a lot about going wide everybody that you don't want all your eggs in one basket um because you never know when platforms are going to change um you want to be in control of your career and you want to have the final say so if you have everything in kindle unlimited and they change the rules which they do all the time uh it can affect your income are you going if you've got audio books, are you looking at audio books? Uh,
1: it is something I'm looking at. They're pretty expensive. Uh, so I'm actually looking to see if I can get an agent to help me with that. So um, I'm, I stopped doing print books. I'm actually looking at starting up doing print books again, especially now that I've rebranded. Um, I'm looking at translations and I'm looking at audio, but I'm looking at getting an agent to help me because I just feel that I can't do everything. Like, I actually need time to write as well. Um, I just feel there's just too much to do. Like, for example, you know, this morning I spent four hours on my website. That's four hours I couldn't write. But I think the uh, website was important enough to do those changes. Plus, I don't work on the weekends. I spend time with my family and, um, and, and at night I need to look after my children So and my husband. So, you know, I've only got, really got school hours to work with. Um, so I just do what I can
0: yeah and this is an interesting conversation everybody because if you if you go back and have a listen to the conversations that Joanne and I've had in the past it's this is a this is an interesting dilemma that you have because you're at a point in your success where you have to start making some hard decisions about what members of your team you bring on because you can't do it all yourself and your writing is your is your core job isn't it
1: It is. Uh, The thing is also is that you can end up spending all your money that you need for yourself on other people. So you've got to work out what you're going to do yourself and what you're going to outsource. So for me, I can't do artwork and I don't want it to look like it's been photoshopped by a 15-year-old. So I pay someone to do that um, and also pay for an editor and a proofreader. Um, I do my own formatting and everything else like my website and all of that, I do that myself
0: yeah I think Bella Andre I think she still does her own covers I believe she we does oh my yeah? gosh
1: yep she was explaining how she said I mean she was one of the pioneers uh in in indie publishing it was very interesting to hear how things were when she first started uh but yes she still do, does her own covers which um I think is very impressive
0: yeah, I, I was tickled when I heard that and I thought, now there's a prolific author who who knows yes. what she's doing and she's still doing her own stuff. I'm actually putting out an article on um, Barbara Cartland because I'm, like, well into Dragon Dictation now. Mm. And um, she put out, she started the romance magazine of the um, RNA over there in England right back very, I think it was 1937 or something. Oh, wow. Now, I, and that magazine has just recently folded and just recently stopped. Oh. Um, so that was interesting as well. Mm. People put so much time into these things and, and create all these resources for us, but at some stage you've got to go, well, no, you know, you've got to focus on your own stuff, haven't you?
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, one thing that I have on my list to talk to you about is your upcoming releases.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm very excited. So, I've been pretty busy uh, doing, organising two box sets for this year. So, the first one, which we just mentioned, was Kiss Me, which is eight stories or eight novellas uh, that all feature a handsome Asian hero. Uh, and my next one, which is coming out in early November, is a set with, I think it's 12. 12 other authors, predominantly Australian and New Zealand, but also American. Um, and we're do, going to be doing the, celebrating the holidays with some wonderful Christmas reads. Oh, cool, because um, you do that
0: every year, don't
1: you? Yes, I have been doing that every year. Um, it's actually a lot of work, but I do love it. I love having um, a whole set of just beautiful Christmas reads. I think, you know, I love reading them and I think everyone else does too. And that's,
0: And that's really interesting as well because box sets are a way of getting your name out there when you're not so famous everybody uh hint Mm. hint if you link (laughs) up with writers who are further along than you it's a way of getting your stories read as well now you are now in that position where people are going to be begging you to go in your box sets
1: yes and i um i have got some very prolific uh authors in my set and i've also got some newbies and I, you know, as long as you can write a good story and you're prepared to work really hard, I'll take you in. So even though a couple of my authors are quite new, I think they've only got maybe one or two books out. I took them in because when I first started, someone took me in. And I think I only had two books out at that stage. And I was so grateful because it really sort of gave me an opportunity to learn how things work. I learned so much from these other authors. I wouldn't say that it made me, you know, give me a whole lot of uh, readers. But I learned so, so much and I made some money during the process and I thought, you know what, if I can do that for someone else. Um, The thing is I am a little bit fussy. I will just check on these authors and make sure that they write a good book, make sure that they know what they're doing and if they can do that, I'm happy to have them on the team. So, for example, you've got myself and say, for example, Tracy Alvarez who's, you know, a USA bestseller and then we've got a couple of authors who are still, you know, just starting out. But that's okay because the reader doesn't care about the awards. What they, they just want to be swept away and enjoy some beautiful holiday contemporary romance.
0: Yeah, and I think it was, um, and it's, the comment sticks with me all the time, and it was the self, uh, Dawson, Mark Dawson, and he said, it, readers don't care whether you're self-published, traditionally published, or whether your book comes down the chimney as long as it's a good read. Readers do not look at publishers.
1: Yes, yes, that's exactly right. And the thing is they won't look at it if you've got a beautiful cover that's professionally made and you have a good story that's been well edited and proofed as well. Um, But if you start having sloppy writing, you haven't paid for editing and you've gone and just made your own cover which looks homemade, then people are going to sit there and go, you know what, why am I spending money on a book like this?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. And I think thank heavens that that whole free and giving your books away is dying a slow death, but it's always good to have one book in a series for free, isn't it?
1: The first Um. one. Yes and no. So, for example, actually I was just looking at my notes here that I wrote um, with Bella and she wrote here, free is not as effective as it used to be. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I know.
1: She told me that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it does work, um, like, for example, on iTunes. um, But, like, with my series, I haven't made the first one free, but I made it cheaper. So, for example, it's 99 cents and I made it 99 cents whether it's in – US, Canada, Australia, or England, 99p. And then the rest of the series are a bit more expensive. So the way I look at it is that it's pretty cheap to try me out. And if you like it, then you'll continue on the rest of the series. And that one's also available in Kindle Unlimited. Um, I know you're saying with Joanna Penn about being wide. I'm most, I've polled my readers and most of them are actually, they read through KU, through Kindle Unlimited. So, you know, I have a lot of readers reading my books through, through KU. So that's, you know, I love it, as I said, as a reader and as an author. But it doesn't always work for every author. Some authors find that they do better selling through iTunes. I think you have to work out what's best for you. You can't just listen to me and then go, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go through KU because you actually may be better off somewhere else maybe wide um every author has to work that out for themselves depending on who reads their books yeah and something
0: else that's exciting uh that i'm that i'm thinking about at the moment is uh i was talking to my sister on the phone the other night and her Google Home kept answering. So if we were talking about uh, music or something, the Google Home would pop up and say, oh, would you like to listen to this song? Mm. Or um, she said, my sister said, you can get the weather. Or if she wants to listen to my podcast, she just says, hey, Google, can you play my podcast? Yeah. So if everybody's getting these Google Home things, um Is it time that we all start getting more serious about audio? And I know Draft2Digital does audio and I think Amazon's got opportunity for audio as well. I was just thinking we're all focused on reading, but Mm. audio seems to be taking over as we find that we can walk and do all sorts of other things and listen at the same time.
1: Yeah, I love audio. I mean, that's how I listen to my podcasts. Um, For example, when I'm doing housework, I'm doing cooking, hanging out the washing, you know, even going for a walk. It's the best time. And I know a lot of people when they're doing their exercise, listen to books. Um, For me, I think though, is that you just also have to work out what your limitations are because as an author, especially as an indie author, you're looking after your website, you're looking after your sales, your marketing, your promotion, everything else that goes with that and writing the book and sometimes it can just be very overwhelming of how much you need to do so sometimes it's like you know what I'm just going to stop and this is all I'm going to focus on and when I can do more I will do more but I think sometimes it's too much when you go okay I'm going to do audio I'm going to do print I'm going to do translations I'm going to do this sometimes it's just too much and also it's quite expensive to do so I guess it also depends on your budget
0: yeah, and so and so much to consider. Everybody, uh, we've covered a lot of material here today. We've been talking about uh, going wide or or sticking with Kindle Unlimited. We're talking about again the audio. We're talking about whether print or eBooks. There is so much to consider. And as you said, going to your conferences, talking to other authors is a good way of seeing whether you're on track, isn't it?
1: Oh, it was fantastic. I just learned so much. And, you know, I'm happy to share what I'm doing. They're sharing what they're doing. Um, it's not for publication. It's just between us. And it was just so insightful. Like I just learned so much. And I was so grateful to my um, author friends for sharing, you know, these confidential um, bits and pieces of their work um, with me because it just made me think about different ways that I can do things and is there a better way of doing something.
0: Yeah, and look, there's always a better way of doing something. I'm noticing there's a lot of talk around dragon dictation at the moment. Mm. That, that seems to be growing. I'm loving it. I'm actually um, looking at uh, the storytelling voice uh, writing versus telling and how we get our tone. Uh, right whether some people get it right with writing and some people get it right as they tell it and act it out and as I said I'll put this thing together with Barbara Cartland Joanne and how she used to sit on her couch and she used to live her stories and you know all her secretaries sat behind her and diligently copied out her words and I thought isn't that wonderful we can sit in our lounge rooms we can walk up and down our highway hallways and we can live our romance novels with our handsome heroes in our head and we don't have to clean up after them isn't that wonderful that's right. <laughs> (laughs)
1: oh that's very interesting
0: yeah
1: yeah um
0: okay last thing did you go to the Australian conference I'm not even sure
1: uh no it was too much I did the New Zealand and that was enough but for the next Australian one it's in Melbourne next year uh 2019 I'm on the committee um as soon as I heard who the guest speaker was I put myself onto the committee so I'm pretty excited about that well you can't leave it there who's the next guest speaker Well, it's been announced now, so now I can um, say who it is. We're having Melissa Storm come out, who is amazing. Um, You'll probably want to come down and interview her, I think. (laughs) So she has multiple series out. Uh, She is the queen, I think, of marketing. She really knows her stuff. And she's just got, like, I think about five or six businesses that she runs. I don't know how she does it. She's just unbelievable. And, um, yeah. I'm yeah. very excited she's coming out.
0: Yeah, and I think the other one, guys, is Maria Force. I think she's pretty strong as well. I've got to admit yeah. I cheated with Bella Andre. As soon as I heard that she was coming out, I just um, whipped her over a message and said, hey, would you come on my podcast? And she did. Yes. Um, so I actually didn't have to go to the conferences. Which
1: Oh, but you would have loved coming to New Zealand. It was absolutely brilliant, the conference. It was fantastic but you'll have to come down to melbourne next year so you can come and say hi um uh, meet melissa because she's fantastic she's going to be running a whole one day workshop for us
0: yeah look we're really spoiled in australia everybody we've got fantastic romance authors we've got uh, fantastic conferences you can surround yourself most of the authors have uh, blogs where you can read up and and uh, pick up a few tidbits, so uh, make sure that you get out there and and really have a go. And the message that I got from my author this morning, Cheryl and Kenyon, if mm. you don't write the book, you are going to die unfulfilled. And I thought, well, how true is that?
1: <laughs> that is true. That
0: is true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, last piece of yes. um, wisdom from Miss Joanne, Ms, Mrs. Joanne Dannon uh, yes. about Kiss Me box sets, um, Kissing Down Under series and Christmas coming
1: up. I don't really have one last thing to say. Um, I'm going to be posting things on my blog um, about some of the things that I learned in New Zealand, so check that out. And I think just, again, write what you love. How's yeah. that? And I, th- I think that thing
0: about being able to write what we want is very liberating. That's a quote from yes. Joanne, everybody. Um, indie author, when Joanne started out, there was a lot of talk about how this trad versus indie, and thank God that's died down. Um, but you are certainly someone who was proved by being professional, doing the work, head down, backside up you have come through with flying colours and I look forward to talking to you next time and finding out what your experiences are as you go wide
1: oh thank you well half wide half uh, KU so I think that's going to be interesting Um, if anyone's listening to this and is currently doing that please contact me I'd love to hear um, how you're going and if you have any tidbits so yeah it's a little bit um, it's exciting a little bit nervous about it Um, and we'll just see how we go yeah, and don't
0: forget to check out draft to digital They seem to be very yes. supportive of us, uh, we romance authors, as they come to all our conferences and start spreading the word. All yeah. right, oh, that's it from me Yay. at Writer on the Road. And thank you, Joanne, for being such a wonderful guest. Where do
1: we find you? Uh, go to my website, which is joannedannon.com. So it's joannedannon, ncom It has everything there. And thank you again for having me on. It's just a thrill and it's always lovely chatting with you.